Welcome back to Tuesday Night Prayer with Miracle Life and Men Search of God. Prayer will start shortly as we listen to Israel Holton and New Breed to worship I live.
Thank you for tuning in back to another Tuesday night prayer. We thank y'all for taking the time out to hear what the Lord has to say in this hour. And we're going to open up with a quick word of prayer. Eternal Father, once again, we thank you tonight. God, we thank you for you allowing this time that we may hear from you, that you may give us instructions, that we may just be in a place to just have time with you just you and hearing you God. God, this is not a time that we just want to always put our petitions before you, but God, we need a time that we can hear from you to know what to do in this time. God, we need to hear a word from you, God. In this hour, God, God, we need a word from you to to move us forward, to, to know which way to go in this very hour. God, we need the word right now, God, that you have given us on what to do in this season that we're stepping into God in this time that we need you that more is to make sure that we stay in line with you and no one else God. God we got to be in line with you in this very hour because when we align with you I know that God is going to do and say what and complete what he said to be done. God you have sent out your word for this season that we're getting ready to walk into that we already have been walking into God as we move in this season God we need a word from you God. God, we need your guidance in this hour, God. God, we need you to make a way out of no way, God. God, we need your healing power begin to move in our lives today. God, we need a miracle working life to move in our lives and our hearts and every part of our relationship. God, we need the miracle working of you, God, now, right now, in the name of Jesus, God. God, we thank you 
for this time that you have set forth for us to be able to communicate to you beyond the four walls. God, to be go on to this place of being across the world in a place that we are still sitting here, but your word is going out there. God, we thank you for this space and opportunity, God. We thank you for the platform that you have made for us, God. We thank you right now. We thank you, God, that you are still being God in this hour, God. God, we thank you, God, for you always looking out for your children, God, even though we may have fallen short of your glory. But it's you that reminds us that we can repent and move forward, God. We can repent and not keep going back. God, we thank you now. God, we thank you tonight, God. Hmm. My God, we give you glory. God, we thank you tonight that you did it tonight. We, God, we know that you're going to continue to do it, God, because you have set forth to do it, God. God, and we thank you right now that you are doing what you say to you want to do. God, we give your glory in this tonight. God, and we thank you right now for everything that you have set forth tonight to do. God, and for the instructions you will give. We thank you. We give you praise and honor in Jesus' name. Tonight, with the word of the Lord, we'll be coming from 1 Thessalonians the fifth chapter, we'll start at the 12th verse, and I believe we'll go down to the 18th. I'll be reading from the NIV, just to make it plain. So it is the research in the fifth chapter of 1 Thessalonians, in the 12th verse. And it says, now we ask you, brother and sisters, to acknowledge those who have worked hard among you, who have cared for you in the Lord, and who have acknowledged you. Hold them in highest regard and love because of their work. Live in peace with the other. And we urge you, brothers and sisters, warn those who are idle and disruptive, and disruptive encourage the disheartened and help the weak. Be patient with everyone. Make sure no one pays back wrong for wrong. But always strive to do what is right for each other and for everyone else. Rejoice always in the Lord. Pray continually and give thanks in all circumstances. For this is God's will for you and Christ Jesus. And let me read one more. And it says, do not quench the spirit. Do not treat prophecy with contentment. But test them and hold them what is good and reject everything that is kind of evil. Now we got to remember this as the Apostle Paul was writing to the Thessalonian church. He was given instructions on what they need to do. And tonight the Lord has come to remind us that it's some things that we got to do. It's some things that we must get back in alignment with what, what we need to do in this time. And here is one thing that we have fallen sh short in, and we're going to make some corrections in this next season. Here it is. He's telling you to acknowledge those who have worked hard among you and who have cared for you in the Lord. 
and who had admonished you, who has corrected you, who has put you back in alignment. You must hold them at the highest regard in love because of their work. Can I talk to y'all just a little bit tonight? I got to remind us that we got to understand in this time, as the, as the Apostle Paul was giving the utterance to remind the church that we got to hold people and hold them in high regard that has on it. Can I make it plain to you? Um, hold your pastors, your leaders, the mothers of the church, and, and everybody in the respectable place in high regard because they have worked in love for you. They have did things for God to make sure you stay in right alignment with God. They have not come after you and tried to attack you because you, because you were doing wrong. They saw where you were falling short and they knew what the Holy Spirit was giving them instruction to do to get you back in line. Because why? Because if they did not love you, they would not correct you, would not bring you into place. They have worked hard. They have been at the church when no one else was there. There was in prayer meeting when nobody else showed up. There was the one giving when nobody else gave. There was the one doing work when nobody else was doing work. They was out there cutting the yard to the church when nobody else would cut the yard. They were cleaning the bathroom when nobody else was cleaning the bathroom. And this thing that we must hold them and high regard. We have gotten to a place where we think things are beneath us. We think that things don't, don't we don't have to do that because, maybe because I've got a title that I'm an evangelist, that I'm a minister, that I'm this, but just because an organization has given you a title but does not take the servitude away from you. You must remain a servant and understand this. We must serve each other as we serve the king, as we serve God. We cannot get caught up in what a title can be. Because we have to understand this, that we must live in peace amongst one another. Some of us don't know what peace is. Some of us only know what hell looks like because that's what we've been dealing with and that's what we raise up. We got to understand it for the word of God is reminding us that we must have peace absent of Everything that is negative, everything that's out of alignment, the absence of all the drama that you may want to bring that happened in your life, absent of all of that, that we are to live in peace and live with somebody harmony, uh, with harmony, that we must understand that it takes a place of harmony, a oneness, a moving together to have peace. We got to understand it in this time that we must do these things. Hear the instruction of what God is doing because God is giving instruction as we get ready to shift into this next season. And we must hear what the Lord is saying. And is telling us that we must follow the instruction because when a person is idle, not doing the things that God has said, we must give warning. And as in leadership, there is a responsibility that is on our hands that we can't just let people just do and sit and be doing nothing in the house of God. If you're there, you're part of the house to do something. You're not there to fill a seat. You're not there just to show up. You're there to do something that God has had a body for 
us to work together to get a job done because he has set forth vision for men's church of God and we will fulfill this vision that God has set forth but that came through our leader that we will do what God has called us to do. We will not operate in our own vision and our own flesh. We will submit to the vision of the house. So we got to understand this, that we must be in a place to remember that we must warn not just the item, but the disruptive. Let, let's talk about this for just a little bit. I want you to really understand this. Because in this thing that people forget about, when you come in and do things and not follow the very will of God and not follow what's going on and not know the follow the very spirit that's moving in the house and the spirit of the house is of the Holy Spirit that's of God. If you're not following, we are disruptive to the house. We must understand that if we're in the place to really know what God is doing we must, once we step foot in the house, we must take, take, be submitted and take charge of what days are going on. We cannot be the ones who are trying to shift an atmosphere. When God is moving prophetically, we can't come and try to move in a place of praise. Ah, we must be subject unto the spirit and the leadership of the house. We do not come and be disrupted. For the word of God is reminding us to warn the ones do not be disruptive and the house of God. Because when God is giving order and he's following, we must follow the order what God has already said. Huh? We got to get to a place where we're not just want to operate in our flesh in the house of God. We must understand it. We're subject to what the spirit of God is doing in the house. We don't come in and do what Charles want to do. We don't come and do that. We sit there and get and know with our gift of the journey of spirit what is going on in the house and flow with it. Because when we flow with God, God will get glory out of that and not a person. Uh, hear me. Especially young preachers. Hear me. You must understand it. When you enter in someone else's house, this is where God has set a man or woman of God in charge of that atmosphere, charge of that house of prayer. You must come subject to it once you enter it. Once you enter in that and understand that you're subject to it, you will flow with it. But when you come in with your own agenda, you disrupt that and you're out of line. We are not to come to people's houses. And be out of line. If God has called us in to bring in a word of order. It will be in order. Because we are following the very spirit of God. That's moving. And in our order that we bring. It will come in the spirit of meekness. That people of God can receive. And make the corrections to get back in alignment with God. Because when we got people. That are disruptive. And flow what they want to flow. They're not bringing order to the house. We cannot move in this season with people trying to be disrupted. We must come in and understand the flow and be subject to it. And submit ourselves unto the house. 
submit ourselves unto the leadership that's moving there. Because when God comes in and you know how to submit, God can use you in the place because he can trust that you know what you're doing in that place. That you can be trusted when the spirit moves this way to move with the spirit. Come on, come on. Hear and hear this teaching tonight. Because the Lord is saying, I got, I got to get my people in position. I got to get them into a place where the word has told them that the popularity, the likes, the fame, the not being known, having the, the large honorariums coming in and all these things are the things to have in. Not about, about pleasing people. I hear that. It's not about pleasing people. It's about doing it and being obedient to the very spirit of God that's moving. And then we're going to move in the place where God has said we're going to move in 2022. We must be subject. We must be submitted unto him and be obedient to what he's have us to do as we go and minister. We must know and hear him before we speak. It's not about us. It's about him and his kingdom being expanded here on earth. And this is what it says, and, and it, it, here's the next part in Thessalonians. It said, be patient with everyone. Before that said, it says, help the weak. Now, if we understand this, if we're helping the weak, we're not to harm the weak. This is where church hurt comes in. If we're going to help someone, we must be meek. We must have compassion. We can bring love and correction and be compassionate and the person's life can be changed by us being the instrument that God has designed for us to be. And helping the weak, this is like a personal training. Can I break it down to y'all? When a personal training gets you, a lot of times you have been injured you're out of shape or you're trying to achieve a goal. So as you as a leader and part of the body of Christ, you, you get these new babes in Christ or you get these new converts. You're that trainer. I got to break this down to y'all so I can understand this. You take them and find that way they're at and you begin to build their strength. Some, some new, new, new ones come in, they can love to read the word or understand the word, but they don't understand about fasting. They don't understand about devotion. They don't understand what, the, what, what it means to worship. Not just in the one time of a week, but worship all during our life. So we build them up. We help the weak. We get them strength. We give them strength by teaching them through this. We teach them strength through teaching the word of God. We build them up, help them, give them the strength to keep moving on. Because once they know the word is in them, when things begin to arise and the attacks begin to come, they know how to use their weapons of warfare, which what God has given us through the word of God. And they know how to keep their armor in right standing so they can be able to stand in their last and evil days because they got their armor on. This is how we have to know how to teach and help the weak. The weak is not always a thing of their flesh. We have to help build their strength up, build their spirit, man, speak life to them, encourage them through the word of God. And it said, it said in that part, encourage, encourage the disheartened. Because someone going through different situations, we encourage them. We lift them up in prayer. Lift them up through giving them the word. We lift them up through teaching. We lift them up by get purchasing. 
and giving them the words of, of giving them keys to get closer to God through prayer. We give them things to build up. We encourage them in ways because they want to move forward in God and they want to grow stronger. No one should be in that same place when they first came to the church and two years later. There ought to be some growth and movements and, and, and you can see things changing. You can see that they're able to understand. They become more sensitive to the very spirit of God that's moving and know how to operate and move in it. And you can, the leadership can see because they're building, they're getting caught and they, as you pour into it Encouraged, you'll see they was supporting them begins to pour out to other people. And this is what we got to do. Here's what I want to make sure we understand. <clears throat> the Bible teaches that vengeance is mine, saith the Lord. But here it reminds you in Thessalonians. Make sure that nobody pays back wrong for wrong. There was a worldly song say, two wrongs don't make a right. And you got to understand that just because somebody do you wrong don't mean you got to do them wrong and pay them back for wrong. Just because somebody mistreats you don't mean you, you have to mistreat them. You ought to show them the very thing that God is teaching and bringing through us and through the word of God. So now I got to go back unto this. And it reminds us to go back unto Luke the 6th chapter that started the 27th verse. We're talking about, remember this, that it says, But those who are listening, love your enemies. Do good to those who hate you. Verse 28. Bless those who curse you and pray for those who mistreat you. We have to remember that this thing that we're going through and, and all the stuff we're going through, it ain't for us. I put it in the hand of God. When people are mistreating you, talking nasty to you, calling themselves part of the body of Christ, what I got to do is begin to pray for them. God, have mercy upon their soul. God, begin to touch them, God. Show them with your loving kindness. Remind them that I am your child, God. God, even though they say that you're your child, God, remind them that you're your child and we must show love one unto another. God, that we were not here to build and, and destroy people right now. We are here to build them up. We got to remember right now in this time, God, that we got to lift each other, not break each other down, God. God, be not finna treat people wrong. God. God, even though I know my brother or sister may did me wrong, God, but God bless them right now, God. God cover them. God have mercy upon their soul, God. God let them see what they have done, God. Bring revelation to them that, that they don't continue to do wrong, but God, just because they did me wrong, God, I'm not in a place to do them wrong, but God, I want to show them love just as you showed me love, God. God, I want to show them so much love that they know it is God that is in me and not the world and they will understand what they need to do so they have the same love and they can move in the same love this is what we gotta do now this is the place where we gotta get to we can't get to that place where where they told me off so now I'm gonna tell them up. nope the Bible does not say that. That is God's handling. That's God's business. And let me keep my hands out of it. If I stay in a pray place and I know to pray for them, God will do some great thing. And I don't have to see harm come unto them. But as long as God is in there, they will bring correction. And trust and believe when they do what's right, they'll come back to you and apologize. And everything will keep moving forward. We got to understand this. God, be thank you tonight. And it says, always strive to do what is good to each other 
and for everyone else. So that tells me that I have to strive and have to continue to do good for my brothers and my sisters. And I still got to do good even though they may not be saved, sanctified, Holy Ghost filled, fire baptized, running for Jesus all their life. I still got to do good unto them. Because why? Because I'm going to tell you this. That you are a light unto this world. If you want to make sure that people are one over to Christ and they're living in a good way and they're knowing what the word of God says and they see you living out the word of God you got to treat them right too you got to treat them right even when they don't understand who God is but they will know who you are and they will associate you being a Christian and doing them right with who it is I must know this God they serve because they treat people good no matter how they treat them we got the I love these last two. And it says in the last two, the last three really, it says rejoice always. And it says pray continuously. And in the last one, it says give thanks in all circumstances. Ah, in this, we got to remember this. And this saying that I'm going to pray no matter where I'm in the valley, where I'm in the, or I'm on the mountaintop, where I'm sitting on the pinnacle, or I'm in the basement. I'm going to continue to pray. I'm going to continue to communicate with God. And this saying, rather I'm in the clay, in there with the peace. I'm going to give thanks unto God, no matter my circumstances. Because this is the will of God for me in Christ Jesus. Why is this the will for me? Because I got to give thanks, no matter what my situation, no matter what's going on. I'm going to give thanks. I'm not giving thanks for my storms, but I'm going to give thanks through my storms. I'm going to give thanks through my drought. I'm going to give thanks through the famine. I'm going to give thanks through my valley of spirits. Why? Because this is the will in spite of whatever is going on in my life. I can still give God thanks. I can still say thank you. I can still give God a hallelujah. I can still lift my hands because the situation could be so much worse. But I gotta still give God thanks tonight. I gotta give him thanks because I'm still in my right mind when I could have lost it. But I'm gonna give thanks. In this thing tonight, we gotta thank God that we gonna give God God, an amen, because God is still doing it. In this time, we're still going to say thank you, because it could have been worse. Instead of me losing my sight, I could have lost my life, but I thank you. I just feel God moving now. I just want to thank him for what he has done for me. I just want to thank him that I still have life. When the doctor gave up on me and told my parents go ahead and call the funeral home I still want to give thanks even though I went through some traumatic things I still have a mind to worship God I just want to thank you God that I'm in a place where I can still
still give you praise. I can still worship you, God. God, I thank you for all what you've done for me and everyone connected to me, God. I still want to thank you in this time that God will continue to open doors for the people connected to me. Take them into territory that God has ordained for them. God, I want to thank you even though we may have to grieve and may person may transition but God I thank you that they lived a saved life and I see them again God and God be thanking that night God we thank you God God we thank you that we have leadership knowing to be submitted and hear God and know which way to move and understand that they got vision and purpose still in them God God we thank you right now that they understanding that God is expanding and stretching them to another dimension in them God we thank you tonight even though the enemy have been trying to stop them trying to shut their mouths up but God they still gave praise God they still honor and God we thank you tonight God God, I thank you right now to have the mind when people do me wrong to understand how to pray for them, how to show them love and kindness, how to show them that God will still love them and love them enough to bring them back into the fold, bring them back to where they're that backslidden state situation, God. God, thank you for that heart, for people to bring them and show them that God is the way. He is the truth and the life. God, we thank you that you sent your son that went ahead and sacrificed his life and his blood was shed. God, we thank you right now. God, I feel a little old school church and God, right now, we thank you for the blood right now. God, we thank you for the blood that was shed for us. God, we thank you right now that the blood brought us back in alignment with you, God. God, we thank you for the blood for forgiving our sins, God. We thank you right now for the blood that was passed our lives, that we be able to have access unto you, God. God, we thank you right now for your blood, God. And right now, whatever the situation is, whatever we're going through right now, God, we plead the blood right now, God. God, we plead the blood of our health, God. We plead the blood of our finances, God. God, we plead the blood of everything that's connected to us, God. God, we plead the blood over church of God right now. God, we plead the blood that they will see the direction we need to move in, God. We plead the blood right now, God. We plead, we plead, we plead the blood right now, God. We plead the blood right now that things will line up 
as you have called them, God. God, we plead the blood for every witch and warlock that's been trying to come up against what God has ordained for us, God. We plead the blood right now. We plead the blood that we will move in the places that God has ordained for us. God, we thank you for the blood. God, we thank you for the blood. God, we thank you for the blood right now. God, we thank you. God, we thank you. God, we thank you. God, we thank you, God, we thank you right now, God. We thank you, God. God, we thank you for your blood. God, we thank you for the blood that was shed for us, God. God, we thank you that you chose the ultimate sacrifice that we would be in right standing with you. And we in a place that we're connected back to you like we need to be. God, we thank you. God, we thank you for this move, God. We thank you for this season that you're bringing forth. God, and we want to move in the glory of that season, God. We don't want to move in yesterday's glory. But God, we want to move in today's glory. God, we want to move in this time that you have for us, God. We thank you, God. God, we give you glory. God, we give you glory. God, we give you glory in this. God, we thank you. We thank you. God, we give you glory. God, we give you honor. God, we thank you for what you've done tonight. God, thank you for reminding us of what we need to do. God, thank you for instructions as you gave tonight. God, we thank you, God, for the teaching of your word. God, we thank you tonight. God, we thank you for what you're doing. God, we continue to give you honor and glory, God. God, we thank you. We thank you, God. And we know it's done, God. We give you honor. Mm. God, we give you glory. God, we thank you that you have set this this time that we may operate and move in you, God. We thank you. God, we give you glory. Oh, in Jesus' name, amen. 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 We thank you for tuning in tonight. Thank you for what you're releasing. Thank y'all for your obedience, and we know that God's going to do what He says He's going to do in this season. Thank you, Jesus. We thank you for our leadership, for our bishop that allows us to have this moment, this time to do what God has called us to do. We thank you for that, and we ever appreciate your support. Make sure you sow into Mem Church of God. Hear the word that God is saying and seal it for the seed. We thank you. And until next week, nope. I will, we will we will reconvene the week after. 
take the next week, the holidays to spend time with your family. Honor the day things. We thank you. And until next time, you be blessed. And may have spy upon us, I pray.